Welcome to the Peacock and Gamble podcast. Five. Whoa. Four. Shit. Three. Oh my god. Two. Listen, fuck. One. Whoa. Blast off. What is happening? It gets Peacock and Gamble podcast. Oh, fuck the maker. <laughs> All blasting off into space. Yep. And go around the planet yep. doing um, doing talk here. And I loop the loop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, watch out. There is Mars. Good one. <laughs> Hello, I'm Ed Gamble. Hello, in I'm space. Ed Peacock. I am I'm in my living room, but I didn't realise quite how close my living room was to space, because I can see Ed clearly. <laughs> like, not just in the distance, doing a wave next to the spaceship with a god that knows attached to his belly button <laughs> to keep him attached to the spaceship. That's, yeah. what that's what they do in his space. Yeah, I'm not sure it's a god knows. It is, it's god knows, because it's his belly button. <laughs> and then you float about waving. That's true, that. Yeah, God knows. Yeah, yeah that's why the that's why the costumes are so big. <laughs> costumes. Yeah, they fill them up with water because <laughs> that weighs you down. So the gravity keeps you on the on the moon surface. Do you work for NASA? Mm. Yeah. Well, not not officially. I mean, every now and again, I will send them an email with, send... a, with a suggestion. <laughs> we should do that. Guess what my latest one was, right? What? And this it just makes perfect sense to me. But they were going like, stop messaging us, <laughs> right? I went right. You know, you had that Challenger one that went up and blew up. <laughs> Um, all went wrong. I said, obviously, you're not doing them right. The rocket's what you have. Yeah. Right? And then I went, I've got a f- an almost fail-safe solution to it. Yeah. What it is, get fireworks, uh, and like a rocket. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because I'd say that like one in ten of them don't work. It's a dud. <laughs> so build your rocket out of, which basically make like an house. Yeah. <laughs> right? But like a, a slim one, like a toilet cone. Like a rocket. Yeah, know what they call the things in toilet roll? Like in a toilet roll. The right. Bit in the middle. Yeah. Right, is that a toilet cone or not? Toilet roll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the thing, out, the thing out in the middle of it, right? Yeah, toilet roll, yeah. Um, cardboard. Yeah, get all them, but, but a big one. And then just attach to it 50 rockets. Right. Right? So at, at the most, I reckon 10 of them wouldn't work. So you've got, you've then got 40 guaranteed ones. Yeah. That, where you just light them all at the same time, have a blast off, and then it will go into space, and that's fine. But, but then, what does it do then? Well, then you get the, the um, garden hose out. Yeah, but where does the man... Tie it on a bit of it, tie a bit to the man, and then he has a bit of a walkabout and wave down it to Ray and Ed. <laughs> where does the man sit? In the front seat. Of what? Of the toilet roll holder? Yeah. Right. We'll put a seat in it as well, obviously. So it's going to have to be a big... It's not actually something from a toilet roll. No, um, I said that. It's got to be a full oh, right. size one. Okay. Huh? Yeah. So that's what we're going to um, do on the podcast today. <laughs> we're going to have our very first space mission. So thank you for joining us for that. Uh, let's get ready for liftoff. The no, second one. I know we've done off. one. We're doing another one now. <laughs> Hey, what a week. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> what a week we've had. Have we? Yeah, I mean, leading up to this space mission. Yeah. <laughs> which um, I think that'll be probably the last time we'll mention it. Yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah, I think it's been quite a busy week. And it's also taking its toll on me. I'm actually quite tired. You do look tired. I'm knackered, mate. Very tired. And it's, took us, it's taking us longer and longer and longer to get started every week. Yeah. Even though you were on site last night. Yeah, I stayed here you last stayed night. stayed over. Yeah. So, I mean, we just stayed late watching Naked in Blackpool. Yeah, which is a brilliant programme. Should watch it. Yeah, definitely. The characters you find on that. Yeah, it was the <laughs> What was the man one called? Lionel Vinyl. Lionel Vinyl, right? He's a legend in Blackpool, apparently. Yeah. Right? Or ledge. He's he, a put, ledge. he puts a wig on, doesn't he? And um, and gets drunk. <laughs> yeah, and talks in this sort of nearly American accent. He goes, hey, I'm Lionel Vinyl. I'm Lionel Vinyl. <laughs> I like these guys. Right? <laughs> and, and he sort of walks around and um, he presents a, he, a show, which is probably going to transfer to television soon. Uh, but at the moment, it's just on in a, in a pub in Blackpool. Yeah, it's like a quiz, right? It's called Funk Off. Yeah, Funk Off, it means. 
helping it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's good. It's good you explain it. And basically, the idea of the show yep. um, in it is to get thick people pissed. And then, hopefully, they'll be so drunk they'll buy more stuff. Yeah. Because <laughs> they don't really know what... They, they, and they won't leave that shit pub. Basically, the format of it is, um, he asks a question, right? Man versus woman's. Man versus woman's, right? Because that is a classic battle, and yep. it gets everyone booing and cheering their side. Yeah. Ask the question, right, to a man's or woman's, right? If they get it right, get a shot of alcohol. Yeah, they got to drink it all up. Yeah, drink it all up, get drunk. Get it wrong, yeah. and they can funk off. Yeah, everyone says funk off. So funk off, it means fuck off, it We'll means. play it fuck now off. quickly, right? Yeah. Okay, um, what colour is um, the buses in London? Oh, they're yellow. Funk off, Ray! Oh, no. They are red. Shot for Ed. Yeah, have a little drink of a drink. Yeah. So that's the idea of it. Yeah. But the point is, you're going, this sounds rubbish. And then we go, yeah, but he has now got a sexy assistant. Yeah, a sexy assistant who is famous now. She is famous now. <laughs> uh, there's a lady in it who had been, a, I think, a lap dancer or a stripper or something. And she was, she was wanting to make headway yeah. into, a, into in, show business. Into showbiz. <laughs> and she started doing that by um, by joining Lionel Vinyl. As his sexy assistant. Yeah, and she just basically stands there being the woman one on it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she did say at one point, do you know what? Since I've been here tonight, I've never felt so famous. Because I went to the bar, and I'm not kidding, they went, you don't have to pay. I've never felt so famous. They all wanted to be famous, eh? I found it quite an intriguing thing, because it, yeah. was, it was about lap dancers and strippers and stuff. Um, but they all had real huge designs on being famous. Well, one of them had an audition for an audition for a Steven Seagal film. Yeah, an audition for an audition. How weird was that? I've never heard of such a thing. Yeah. She's not done any acting before in her life. No. And she literally sat there and went, I've got to get on a soap within a month. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like you, you could almost feel the cameraman just staring at her going what <laughs> and then to explain herself she went Catherine Zeta-Jones did Darling Buds and then she was in Zorro <laughs> That was all that never yeah, happened. Yeah, that's all Catherine Zeta Jones has yeah, done. But I like the programme. Yeah. But that, like, that's another reason we're up late. Yeah. Start late. We nipped down to get a coffee. We've done that. That took us two hours. Problem is, as well, when we went we're out in town, is I wanted to then do clothes shopping. Yeah, I think part of the reason we were late is um, your fault. It's not my fault. <laughs> it is, well. No, you can't blame somebody for wanting to have nice clothes. You can't You can't go, it's I... your fault for wanting to look nice. No, because it's not that you wanted to look nice, it's that you wanted to look nice. I fucked her I booked an then, haircut. when we wanted to record the podcast, I booked an haircut. Tony when Tony and guys to book an haircut, they yep. must have they must have shot themselves when they saw you coming. No, in. they didn't. They were all pretty girls in there, and they were going, "Ooh, who's this?" They went, who's "Ooh, the... get the homeless man a cup of coffee." No, they didn't. They, they did. Went, I heard them. No, they didn't. They, they went, did. "What is your name?" And I said, "Ian," because that's my real life name. Yeah. And then the girl paused and then went, "I forgot how to spell." <laughs> I just couldn't spell Ian, and I'm yeah. going to let her loose on my hair with some scissors tomorrow. <laughs> I can't believe that they're letting her run around with scissors. <laughs> can't even spell Ian. <laughs> And then, we, and then we had to go clove shopping. God, I fucking hate clove shopping. Well, that's why I took you to Debenhams. I know, but I put Because they do things for on. fat men that are a bit nice. I like that long jacket. But it had no pockets in it. Yeah. <laughs> and it did look like Silent Bob. Yeah, he did look a lot like but Silent Bob. But then if I'm having my hair cut off tomorrow, yeah. then I won't look like Silent Bob, will I not anymore? So go and try the jacket on again. After I've had my hair cut. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, in Debenhams, he might not recognise you from keep coming in, trying on the jacket. Yeah, and, and standing behind the clinic counter. Yeah, you walked in and went straight behind the clinic counter. By accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't deliberate. <laughs> It was, it was so badly set out it was the Debenhams in Welling Garden City and I walked straight through the door and I walked straight and then I went there, there's nowhere for me to go I'm, I'm trapped behind the counter how has that happened and I walked straight behind the clinic counter weirdly you're a, you're an amazing makeup salesman I know and I sold I did about four grand's worth yeah <laughs> so yeah so that happened I get very depressed clothes shopping things just won't fit me it starts getting to me when you're trying on things that are extra 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 large yeah and you can't get them over your arm and you're like I'm, I am not extra extra and, and you'll say to people in there I am 
not this size. And then they go, well, that that is extra large. I'm like, well, no, it isn't. <laughs> like, no, it is. And it's like, no, this shirt I'm wearing now is extra large. I get frustrated with it as well, but it's like, apparently I get told sizes are different in different places. Yeah. It shouldn't be the case because a size is a unit of measurement. Yeah. And you don't go, here is a meter stick. Yeah. But, but that is the size of a pea. No, sizes are different in different places. Yeah, metres are different metres. Yeah, metres are different metres. There you go. Uh, and I say, shut up, I want a three metre wide t-shirt. Yeah, yeah please, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine if you could get that. Oh, I'd live in it. Because at the moment, to get clothes, yeah. I'm considering just going like buying raffle tickets in hospital wards <laughs> to get to get that big teddy that they're always raffling. <laughs> You know the one that's got a t-shirt on it? Yeah. Because I think that t-shirt would fit me. <laughs> so I asked like, I'll have 100, 100 raffle tickets, You're going to spend so much money trying to get that t-shirt. I know, but if I get to meet Jimmy Savile at the end, it'd be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Ray, I taught you a game the other day, didn't I? Yeah, I was brilliant at it. Yeah. Because <laughs> we were on the train and you were getting bored, so what you were doing in was filling in for people's conversations who were on the phone. Yeah, I was doing it too loud as well. Yeah, very loud, yeah. And I was aware of it. Yeah, so the man would be on the phone saying like, yeah, and I just told him, and you go, told him, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I helped as well. I helped telling him. But it's quite fun doing things like that because people are completely in their in their own worlds, and if they hear something like that, it weirds them out a bit. Well, I had a, I had a lovely moment where I actually had somebody sat in front of me doing a phone conversation and behind me doing, and I was juggling the two conversations. It was brilliant, and it actually became just one big like conversation. You'd be a brilliant secretary. Yeah, no, I, was, I think I would also be a good mediator. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was up to me. But I like the game that you taught me. Yeah, the book game. Yeah. Basically, what you do is if it's we'll, works... we'll now teach it to the listener. Yeah, we will. Here we go. So if you're sitting opposite someone who's reading a book and you don't know the person who's reading the book, right? You, you have to be with a friend, someone you can have a conversation with. Yeah. You look at the title of the book, and while the other person is reading, you, in your conversation, you drop in the title of the book to the conversation, yeah. and it really freaks people out. Yeah, it was brilliant. We had a great time of it. Yeah. And also, but but that what that means though is we're saying to our listener, if you are on a train, yeah, right, do that, and then we might have listeners who can't read. Yeah. Which is perfectly plausible, yeah. you know, it might be anorexic, or yeah. whatever it's called. <laughs> right, dyslexic. Yeah, and that. Right? <laughs> and so for those listeners, I've come up with a game, um, which is basically on a train, right? What you've got to do um, is sit, sit behind a small child, um, <laughs> and basically what you do is, when the child, you know, because they sometimes fall asleep on a long train journey, yeah. um, basically what you do is, um, you get your penis and testicles out, right, and you basically <laughs> just lower them onto the head of the small child, right? right. And then when they wake up, <laughs> you want to see they're so surprised so that's my game that's your game is yeah. it right but mine's the book one so if you want to try the book yeah. one that's oh mine, mine is the cock and balls on the head of a baby one <laughs> that meeting yesterday in London yeah I was late you were very the, late the, I was very late you were very late I was 10 minutes late <laughs> alright that is very late right. that is very late imagine if you are a bomb disposal expert and you get there 10 minutes late yeah. then boom there goes the world yeah I'm not though yeah uh, but the reason the reason I was late is because my train um, stopped now obviously trains do stop before people get on and off <laughs> But, but this one stops yeah. in the middle of a field. Yeah. When I got on there, there were two lads who were quite agitated, sort of knocking about. I didn't know what was up with them, and they were like kept going to the toilet and then coming away from it and going right. to the And then they pulled the emergency cord. Right. And I was sat there going, "What the fuck's going? On? What's going on? <laughs> Go meet my friend Ned." So the train slammed on. The driver came running up the train. Yeah. 
and someone stuck in the toilet. <laughs> right, it was really like, and I just I got so angry about it. Yeah, because I was like, right, okay, the poor lad stuck in the toilet. Yeah, hard lock. You know, hard <laughs> lock. Live there now you, forever. You, no, you shouldn't. You shouldn't be locked in it. But that can wait till we're at a station. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it really. Because what are you going to do about being stuck in the toilet in the, in a field? Yeah, and to make it worse, because I was in a bad mood because I was late, and then and two little kids came up. Right, they were like two school kids. They wear school uniforms. Yeah, and stuff, and, and sort of started taking charge. <laughs> And saying to people, sorry for the delay, everybody. So there's someone stuck in the toilet. But that's lovely. No, they were little shits. Right, okay. Because then the cats started giggling and stuff. They were oh. being little shits. One of them was called Alfie. Right. Right, so if... And I, I really hope he listens to this podcast. If you're that little kid Alfie, about 12 or something he was, yeah. it was on that train with that bloke was stuck in that toilet, and you were dicking about, I think you're a dick. <laughs> It's the closest I've come to punching a child. Right. He really, really annoyed And you've me. come close. Mate, I've, I mean, I've, like, I've done it where I've had to wait at the wall behind him. <laughs> but I couldn't believe it. It stopped for that. What yeah. a stupid reason to stop a train. And then they got, they got two burly blokes coming and essentially shoulder the door in. <laughs> and I was like, just fucking get us to King's Cross. Are you, was, it a, was it a man or a woman? A man. All right, because if it was a woman, she could have given birth. Yeah, big, yeah big Like so. that woman did once in, on that train in India. Yeah. A woman, uh, woman gave birth on a train in India, right? Right. Um, and because the, the toilets in the trains in India, India, right, are just holes that go down the bottom of the uh, yeah, on, the, on the track. She did. She gave birth, right? Baby went. She was sitting on the toilet. Baby went through the toilet, right? Right. Onto the floor, right? Yeah. And they found it like three miles down the track, still alive. That is absolute nonsense. No, it's not. I can prove it's nonsense. Why? Umbilical cord. Yeah. No, I've been through this with everyone when I've been talking about what, it. What then? Uh, it just because it, it must have fallen with such force that it just got ripped nonsense. off. Nonsense. Yeah. Yeah, it's true I'll get it we'll find an article of it and everyone will tell you that that is true that a lady lady where, pooed a baby out on the train where are you going to find that? did she know she was pregnant internet no I don't think she did on the internet mate I could find you an article on the internet that says that aliens live amongst us yeah but Doesn't not I mean it's true it's bollocks not, not a, like a, a Reuters article or something like that did you see the thing the other, the other day that happened where the woman um, pushed her baby under a train and it survived yeah I saw that that's what reminded me of it she didn't push it under did she no if it, it fell under didn't I it? mean that would have been if that baby had died I mean it was bad enough anyway yeah. If that day, baby had been killed, yeah. that would have been a ridiculous way for a baby to have died. <laughs> Given that the lady was on the platform of the station, yeah. she was holding the pram, yeah. and she adjusted her jeans. <laughs> she went, oh, I'm feeling, I feel a bit fat today. <laughs> adjusted her jeans, and while she was looking down, the yeah. pram rolled off the platform. Yeah. And under a train. Yeah. And the baby survived. Thank God for that, then. Yeah, unlike the um, fictional baby. <laughs> the, the baby uh, did survive. The, the one that the one no, I said. didn't survive because it didn't ever exist in the first place. Well, it to, still survived. To survive. But it was real. No. A woman didn't poo a baby out. <laughs> <laughs> Throw an owl in a train in a toilet. We'll look at the internet in a minute. Yeah, no, we'll look at the internet. I mean, if I put in, woman poos baby out for a train. Not poos baby, maybe. <laughs> India, right? Tra- it might have been India, it might not have been. Mate, train, mate, toilet, woman, this baby. Is absolute, <laughs> absolute bollocks. Right. Nonsense. So there'll be people who remember the story. I mean, are you saying that she had a baby by accident? Yeah, it just fell out of her. Not, but that doesn't happen. Yeah, it does. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It does. It doesn't. Sonia on EastEnders had a baby by accident. Yeah. Um, well, that, that only because it's very rare for a Down syndrome to get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> woman, woman on the train it's in India. Babies don't just don't just slide out. This one did. No, it didn't. It did. It must have had a, um, a lot of goo on it. Nonsense. <laughs> uh, but I think the um, the solution is don't do poo on the toilet yeah. if we've learned nothing else from this section it's that don't do a poo on the toilet don't do a poo on the toilet on a train on a train yeah, right okay you've got to say that but yeah, yeah. I mean do do a poo on the toilet yeah. but if you're going to do a poo anywhere do I would say toilet is certainly top five paramount 
I did one off a shed once, and that wasn't nice. Did you really? Yeah. You revolted <laughs> fucking when? When I was like ten. Why would you do a poo off a shed? Because <laughs> I went. I, it was next to an neighbor. What a right? horrible went... boy you are! <laughs> that is absolutely fucking horrific. There is no right. There is no circumstance now that you can say to me that will validate I did a poo off a shed. <laughs> At all. I remember this guy called David Hunt doing a poo in my back garden. And and I can still see it now. Yeah. It infuriated me. Right. He literally, he wouldn't go into the toilet. Yeah. And instead, he put he wrapped a sheet around him, squatted down and pooed in the back garden. <laughs> As if we just wouldn't notice it on the grass. So yeah. come on. Uh, so go on. Right. So, I'm not saying I can validate So you were on the shed. Right. I was on the shed. Um, Why were you on the shed? We were just hanging out with the next door neighbour on the shed. On top of the shed? Yeah. Yeah. It was a big shed. Yeah, it doesn't matter what sort of shed it was. It right. was a shed. Needed a poo, right? Pooed off the shed. Pooed off the shed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh sorry. When I said that nothing would be acceptable, I didn't realise it was as clean cut as that. Then uh, white bum with leaves. What? Why? It's like nature, isn't it? No, it's not like... No, it, was it in your back garden? No, in his back garden. Right, but I presume he has the toilet in his house. Yeah, and so... Were you I. allowed in the toilet? Yeah, I would have been, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So why did you poo off the shed? He did a poo as well, I think. Company doesn't validate it. Two poos don't make a right. <laughs> Two poos on the shed no, don't make, don't no, make one, one correct poo. Yeah. Why did you do it? Were you showing off? I don't think so. Was it a funny situation? I think we were laughing, Was yeah. it sexual? Deeply. <laughs> <laughs> were you pooing for each other? We, we didn't watch each other poo. Oh, we were proper kinky then. <laughs> what, not watching? Yeah, you just knew. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh. no, I just did a poo off shed. Have you ever done a poo anywhere but a toilet? Um, no, no. That's weird. Not in my life. I've You've not, never no. done. You look really worried about that. No, no I mean, but you've I mean, never I, done a poo well, anywhere but a toilet. I used, but I used to be in the scouts and stuff. So I've, right. I've never done a poo in a forest or anything like that. Right. I've always managed to find a toilet and do a poo okay. there, or in my pants. Um, you must have pooed in your nappy. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. telling you now. Yeah. I, did, I did do a poo in my pants. Right. <laughs> I, um, that was at uh, nursery school. Right. And I can again vividly remember it happening. Yeah. Of just, it was getting so so near the end of the day. My mum was late picking me up. Yeah. So, so really, I should have been picked up by then. Okay. By my so mum and taken home. Well, indirectly. But you would have done it in the car then. Or well, I was holding it. Right. Thinking <laughs> that I can, I can get home and get it, get it done at home. Yeah. <laughs> and then she was late, and it was like, oh, gone. Yeah. Gone too late. <laughs> but um, I mean, I say that like that's a bad thing, but it's the least of my worries because I can't say I have pooed off a shed. <laughs> Unlike some people in this room. Pooing in your pants is better than pooing off a shed. <laughs> if we've learnt nothing else today, we've learnt that. <laughs> Our ongoing competition to write the Fraser story. Competition time. Yeah, we've been writing a sentence or two every week. We've been getting the listeners to do that on the Facebook page and the discussions page. So far in the story, Mrs. Fraser has took Fraser to a DIY shop where he's gone missing. Yeah, oh no. And uh, she's gone to find out where, he's, where he is and they've just told her where the police station it's been taken to for shoplifting yeah and, and that's so where she, the story picks up she's got on her moped yep so we've got a top three okay top three here we go in three uh, is Alex Crone yep uh, who's uh, who said which was yellow in reference to the moped, to the moped that's, yeah. that, do you know what brilliant it's not one Alex because you've not really moved the story along it's alright any further it's th- but it's certainly third place that yeah that is third which place which was yellow kind yeah. of funny yeah kind of funny <laughs> yeah well I like done, it well done Crono uh, well done, well done Crono the other thing um, I want to start doing is I think we're taking up too much of the podcast saying the names of our listeners so I think what we should do is is just start referring to them by their surnames by nicknames we'll do it like a public school alright Crone right so third place Crone which was yellow bang in we go well done second place in two Ebbs here we go second again Ebbs uh, when I arrived at the police station 
It turned out the police had confused the bits falling off his skin due to his treatment as tassels for a piñata and had strung him up and were beating him with sticks. After having joined in for ten minutes until a few of his fingers fell off along with part of his cheek, I took Fraser down from the ceiling, bundled him under my arm, and took him home to his dad, who is also a vicar. Ebbs. Right, I, I mean, I'm starting to worry about Ebbs. Yeah. Because I think that Ebbs is probably... I, I don't know how old he's about, was he like 16 or something? 16, 17, Around something that, like that, yeah. Only a young lad. I, I mean, have you been watching horror films? You're a sick fuck, mate. Yeah, you're not right, Ebbs. No, not right in the head. But well done on being second place. Yeah, well done, mate. But Ebbs, you're not right, man. Not right, disgusting. Not right. right. It, in one. Do you know what, Ebbs? It stopped being funny, this. Because <laughs> you're not right, mate. You're not right, mate. Uh, in one. Yeah. Number one, yeah. Jackson. Jackson, wow, what is, what's Jackson put? Jackson's put, uh, as I rode to the police station, I couldn't enjoy the ride without Fraser making motorbike noises with his cleft lip. <laughs> so, Add new things to it, yeah. I like that, yeah. So I had to make them myself. Right. I was almost at the police station when I heard a loud shout and saw several policemen chasing after someone in a wheelchair. Whoa, so we've started a new a little yeah. chase scene. Yeah. And that was Jackson, was it? It was Jackson, yeah. Well done, Jackson. You won the competition this See, week. See, we could have started a chase scene, or I was thinking, doesn't even have to be Fraser, really, does it? What do you mean? Who's in the wheelchair. Yeah, it does. No, because it could be a criminal, and then Mrs. Fraser and Fraser chase after him to yeah. get, get the jewels. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, that's one that that's one suggestion of where you could take it. Yeah. I personally wouldn't. Okay. Um, so next week, we'll carry on from that. But at the moment, we're at the police station, and as Mrs. Fraser arrives there, a wheelchair escape is happening. Yeah, and the policemen are chasing after him. Letter. Why? What's she trying to do? What? What's she trying to do? Complaint letter time. No, let her. I, I, what, let her? I, I sort of let her. I sort of Why, what's she trying to do? Should we let her do it um, or not? Yeah. A letter. Uh, but letter, complaint letter. She's trying to just let Ray get on with the letter. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that is what she's doing. Right, right. Um, so complaint letter time, where we're at complaint letter somewhere to get free stuff. Yay. Um, I was trying to think, because it's getting harder and harder to write these. Yeah. Because I'm thinking of like, what stuff do I still want? Right. <laughs> and then something occurred to me, and I think that I've always wanted, and I thought, how can I get that? <laughs> And then I worked out how I could get it. You'll hear now with the letter what it was. Okay. And, and how I went about doing it. Are you ready for it? I am. I'm more than ready. Dear London Zoo. <laughs> right, don't laugh. <laughs> I want you to give me a monkey. <laughs> what it is, is this. My name is a woman from a family and I am Mrs. Fraser. <laughs> I got a son, sort of, but it doesn't work. <laughs> His name is Fraser, but we have started calling him Ford Escort because every time something goes wrong with him, it seems to just lead to something else breaking. <laughs> Take the other week, please. Ha ha ha, good joke. <laughs> it is the same as the Take My Wife one, but I done a switch around. I can't do take my wife, as I am the wife, stupid. <laughs> I could say take my husband, but he makes coffins for Gary Barlow and his friends. <laughs> so I would be saying, take my husband, the undertaker, for take that. <laughs> and let's be honest, that is too many takes in one sentence, you prick. <laughs> I know another joke about flying without wings, but I'm running out of space on the page. <laughs> Anyway, here is the lowdown on what happened. Me and Fraser were having a game of cricket in the back garden, brackets, loft. <laughs> and Fraser was the goalkeeper, or whatever they call a bloke by the wickets. <laughs> we didn't have bales on top of them because of our religion. All the way through the game, Fraser remembered that he hasn't got legs now. <laughs> and so fell face first into the wickets. <laughs> One of them went in his mouth, down his body, and out his bum, which is called a flesh wound. <laughs> 
However, the other two went right in his eyes and all blood squirted out everywhere. And he stood up on his stumps as best he could and staggered around a bit, a bit like a modern art Dalek. (laughs) He wasn't saying exterminate, though. He was screaming and begging me to help. (laughs) Naturally, I was laughing far too much to do this. But when I calmed down and Mr. Fraser got back from his job at the planetarium... (laughs) We drove to the hospital. Then we drove back and got Fraser. (laughs) Who by this point had lost just under seven pints of blood. (laughs) Apparently this is called critical condition. (laughs) Anyway, look, this is going on too long. Point is, he is blind and we don't like dogs. So please post us a monkey to be his guide. Or I'm coming round and killing a panda if you've got one. Push it in hard, baby, Mrs Fraser. (laughs) Yeah, right. Mate, I think they'll defo send you a guide monkey. Yeah, well, I'd love a guide monkey. Right? Yeah, I would as well. I'd like the monkey world. Yeah. Hey, God, guess what I heard about the other day? <laughs> Lego land. <laughs> Honestly, I was driving, right? I was driving on the M3, right? Yeah. Just driving away, minding my own business. Yeah. Thinking about Lego a bit. Yeah. Star Wars Lego and that. Yeah. And then I suddenly looked at a sign and I did a double take. <laughs> and I went, what? Lego? Land. Right, I've heard of that before. There's something about a parrot as well, but I wasn't bothered about that. Yeah, but I've heard of that. Lego land. <laughs> Are you mental? No. Are you mental? How is that? It's like near Windsor or somewhere. Yeah, there's one in Windsor, there's one in Denmark. Mate, as well. how can it be one near Windsor? <laughs> Lego, no, listen. Lego land. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that? Is that land on Lego like... land? It's like a theme oh, so park. I got my atlas out, right, in my car. Yeah. Not a bloody mention of it. <laughs> Put it in the sat nav. Lego like nothing. <laughs> and I was like, did I just dream Lego land? <laughs> so I don't know if anyone lives out that way on the M3 or like you know near sort of Bratley sort of Windsory way, but yeah. I, I Slough, I think it was quite near as well. Okay. Lego land. Can, can you confirm that there is something called Lego land? <laughs> right. <laughs> And then can you find out for me whether you can just go there and just take as much as you want? <laughs> can you go and dig up a, a set? Yeah. <laughs> can you go and dig up enough to make stuff? <laughs> Lego land, Yeah, it? well, I'll take you there then one yeah, day. Yeah, well, I'll take me and my monkey will go. <laughs> I don't know why I'm going to call me monkey anyway when I get it. <laughs> what would you call a monkey? What are you laughing at? <laughs> well, I could take me monkey. There doesn't seem to be any point to this. This podcast, you're just going to laugh all the way through it. What is wrong with me taking my monkey to Lego Land? It's not that, it's something you've cut out. <laughs> yeah, all right, fair enough, it will be something that I've cut out of the podcast that, that literally just happened in this conversation. Yeah. Fair enough. Anyway, that's the end of the show. I've had enough of it now. Oh, I, shame. I have been enjoying it for a bit, but shame. Shame. So stay tuned, by the way, till after the um, the closing credits and stuff, because we've got the announcement about the live show, the proper yep. details about the live show, which we'll tag on the end of it. Uh, but for the time being, thanks for listening, and, and bye now. Good night, bye. Good night, I like you. <laughs> Peacock and Gamble podcast was devised and performed by Ray Peacock and Ed Gamble. All music by the Tiger Lilies, except the last one, which is performed by Frank Sidebottom. The Peacock and Gamble podcast is a big and dark production, hosted by Chortle.co.uk. If you spotted the deliberate mistake in this week's show, tell us on our Facebook page and you might win a prize. See you next week.
So our live show that's coming up. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of you know about it already because you'd have had the uh, invitation on Facebook and stuff. Yeah. And by the way, I've got a thought for that. Have you? Yeah. When you get the invitation on, on Facebook to come to the live show, right? I mean, say if you're coming or not, but here's the something I want you to do. When people start writing at the bottom, oh, I can't come because I'm going to be in America that day. <laughs> uh, I've noticed people use that to show off. Yeah. So, when, so if anyone does that, if anyone says, oh, I can't come, I'm away in New York for Christmas. Yeah. Right? I want all of you to really start abusing them. <laughs> <laughs> like start going this is not got fucking who cares where you fucking are <laughs> this is about Ray and Ed yeah this is about Ray and Ed's brilliant live show we don't care that you're on your holidays fuck off and if anything you weren't invited anyway you should be putting that on every every other invite you get for anything going I can't I'm going to the Peacock and Gamble podcast live yeah. at King's Place King's Cross on the 19th of December well done Ed that, I mean, that is that is the details of it I yeah. mean we'll do it a bit more clear for you now yeah uh, the live show is going to be at King's Place King's Cross right near King's Cross Station on the 19th of December 2009 yeah. uh, it's not the Arts Theatre or Leicester Square Theatre this year because they've outpriced us they offered us uh, the same room for more money on a Sunday Wankers. and we went and we <laughs> said no we went absolutely no we're not I mean basically what they wanted us to do is overprice our fans so they could make more money Yeah. so we said no I'm very disappointed in them really because yeah. I thought we had a good working relationship but unfortunately that's broken down now but not to worry because it's actually worked out for the best and now we've got a better theatre which is King's Place really really posh on that we well, went there but... yesterday so tickets are on sale right now Here's Ed with ticket details. The King's Place box office number is 0207 520 1490. I beg your pardon? 0207 520 Oh, hang on a minute. I've got no fingers, so I can only use the internet by pushing my mouse around with my nose. Is there a website where I can also book tickets? There is. It's kingsplace.co.uk. And specifically to book tickets, go to kingsplace.co.uk forward slash book dash tickets. Okay, um, do you know what? I don't think I'll bother booking tickets. I might just turn up on the night. Well, then you're a bit of a fuckstick. Because quite frankly, if you book tickets online, you'll get them a lot cheaper than you would get them on the night. So if I buy them in person, it's going to cost me more money? Yes, you bellend. Oh, and also, if enough people don't pre-book, it's going to be a completely different show. Is that right? That's right. If enough people don't pre-book, then if you turn up on the night, you'll literally be getting two naked men wanking at your eyes. <laughs> But also, you don't pre-book as well. And there's a good chance that you won't get in. That's true. Um, I'll, in fact, I'll tell you the actual details. <laughs> Once we sold 80 tickets, then we get upgraded to a, to a bigger room. They want us to sit in the bigger room anyway, and we said we don't think we'll fill it. But what we said is, if we sell 80 tickets, if they sell 80 tickets, yeah. then they'll upgrade it and carry on selling tickets. But if they don't sell 80 tickets, right, and then you turn up on the night, you probably won't get in. Yeah. Because then we're going to be in an 80-seater. Yeah, we're going to be an 80-seater with not as many fancy things. Yeah, it's going to be either an 80-seater or a 200-seater. It's up to you whether you book in advance, whether we're in a crappy little conference room or whether we're in a proper posh theatre. Over to you, podcast fans. King's Place, King's Cross, 19th of December, get unbooked.